We're here to talk with professional, usually Hollywood, creatives about their inner world, their journey, tools they've used to get to a better place in their life, what they're currently bumping up against, what their challenges are, and how they're learning to overcome them, and exploring the world of healing and where that meets Hollywood. But today we're going to do something a little bit different. You're going to get to drop in on a conversation between Janine Barris, also known as Janine Wolf, and me talking about the spirit particular practices of combining Usui, traditional Usui Reiki with breathwork. She's been practicing breathwork as a practitioner for years and years and years and years, like at least two decades. Same with me practicing Reiki for 25 plus years. So we combined these efforts way back in the day in New York City and in LA. And since then, we've both grown and learned a lot. And so she wanted a little bit of a refresher on the Reiki, first degree Reiki, as well as the second degree Reiki practices that I had taught her. And then we also kind of compared notes about what we're doing now in our practices. So I thought it might be interesting for those who are interested in healing work to drop in on our conversation and hear about a little bit of how you do Reiki, a little bit about how you do breath work, and what two practitioners talk like. If you want, or you can start um, at the head. So I usually, that's where I get confused. Like, do I start here? Do I go behind their head and hold their head? So it's... It's different depending on if you're giving yourself a treatment versus giving a chair treatment, which is a 20-minute okay. mini, mini session, versus giving a full hour or 45-minute or hour and a half long laying down session. Right. You, okay. As you know, you don't have to have the table. It just right. ma- It just makes it easier on you. When they're on their front, yeah. And um, – and just just position wise, so you're not right. like crawling right. around or whatever. And then also having the table just you can charge more. I feel like because it just looks more professional. Yeah. Um. And then I've played around with having people. Well, no, with myself breathing on the table, and mm-hmm. I don't. I don't love breathing on the table because I feel like it's too short for me to feel fully spread out. So I I actually do think for if you're mainly focusing on breath work infused with Reiki, that it does make sense personally for them to be on the floor so they can fully spread out. I don't even want people on the couch really, but right. Right. They might want move or they might want to turn and yeah all that yeah and then and then you can also if you're doing reiki on them like get to all sides of them and also you can get behind their head if you needed to i think you have to with them doing breath work as we as we know from the work we did together um modify what the traditional reiki positions would be because you're not you're not going to put your hands under their head while they're doing breath work right and also what i found with playing around with it and what we also found when we were doing our group sessions was those energies are slightly different because breath work is active and reiki is is passive and so it can kind of be a little bit of a 
you know, contrast. I think because we don't want people to fall asleep when they're doing breath work, we want to keep them awake. So you don't want to like soak, you don't want to like soak (laughs) them in tons of Reiki. But again, like their body's in charge of it. So what I've been doing when I facilitate in person for Jake, because I've given him several breathwork sessions over the past like year um where i'm playing around with giving him reiki while he's breathing mm-hmm. and i think the positions the like traditional positions that i teach in reiki class because of what you're doing are not important but okay. are you but you're saying that you're getting people wanting just reiki and you want to be able to meet them with that if I need to, like, if that's what they want, I don't really want to just say no. Right. I want to know that, you know, it may look and feel different because I incorporate, like, like for example, when I breed this couple, the breathing was really light because they really wanted Reiki. Okay. So they, so the, the man breathed strongly and the female breathed kind of like softly, but that's what she wanted. So she got a very positive, easy, you know, like, like happy, light breath session. Yeah. And, and I was like, okay, that's what she wanted. And I kind of did the sequence. Like I did, I went behind their head and then I went like on the jawline and then I went under the throat and then I did the heart. And then I, I forgot, got a little muddy over here. Like, and then I got, and then I remember the knees and then I, I, I kind of forgot like where on the feet, but I got to the feet and the ankles. Like I just wanted to feel more confident about knowing like, cause for example, this man's mother was a Reiki and a masseuse woman and so I was like so he's had experience having Reiki done on him and so I wanted to just know it so that I could say I know the sequence but you Mm. might find that I'm going off the sequence but that I know when I'm Mm. doing that you know what I mean I just want to remember the sequence yeah and then of then the symbols and I judge myself sometimes I don't feel tingling in my hands I don't always feel heat but Mm -hmm. I'm like you know, like I, I, I know some people naturally feel that they never even studied Reiki. Right. They have feel that. Like my, right. I work with. Sometimes I've been having her go onto people's bodies just to like give, let them know that you're there. And she's like, I feel tingling. I'm like, okay, well, you might be amazing at Reiki. <laughs> like maybe you should take Reiki. You know. Um, she's like a self-taught person that just kind of believes she can do all this stuff. And so I sometimes feel heat and then sometimes I don't and sometimes I worry that they're not feeling anything but that's like okay whatever you know that I think we all worry about that sometimes yeah but but it's really just like you're saying in case I someone shows up and they're like I really want to focus on the Reiki part of this that I feel like I know what they're talking about so you can use the prayer out loud if you want to, if you feel like that helps. Um, I've played around with not saying the prayer or saying the prayer, and I can send that to you. But it's, I now invoke the healing Buddha and the master spirits of Reiki. Please allow me to, you, yeah, I'll send it to you. You did. Um, oh, you have it? it to me um thank you a a little while ago okay oh right when we first started talking about this so um just have that in the notes on your phone if you need to but if you can memorize it in certain terms of feeling that deep sense of confidence 
I would, I would memorize it because that's going to make you feel more confident. And that mantra, because it became a mantra for me, um, Mm -hmm. even when I'm not working with clients, puts me in that space of feeling like I'm doing something and I'm doing the thing I'm meant to be doing. And then what I just um, texted you that lineage thing, it says like what your lineage is, Um, the names, that's the other thing that's going to help you feel dropped into that the lineage that you're channeling, because it's not you, right? Like you're not, you're not, you don't have to do anything. You're the channel. Right. So it takes that pressure off of you to feel like you have to perform or that you have to be, that you have to be the expert and that you're just being the conduit. And so you can look at the names on your phone or you can memorize the names. I think again, better to memorize them, but in that initial so going through the steps of say the person's laying down and so mm-hmm. y- you want to start with like that right i normally tell people to start with can d- do i have permission but you already know you have permission because they're there in front of you oh but fast their body silently maybe or not because no. you've already had the the vocal agreement this is what we're doing so we don't right. even have to talk about the permission okay but so they're laying down, they've asked you for the Reiki, you already know you have their permission, they want this, because that's the most important thing is like, they want it. Right. And so that they're going to call it in. And they, they don't, it's not a matter of belief that they believe in it, or that you believe in it. It's a matter of how much they're calling in how much they need it. So some people and animals don't need it as much as others on certain days and sometimes they're going to need it a lot right so i'm saying stuff you know obviously know all this but i'm just telling giving you the review of what i would tell my students is if you as you know if you're not feeling that much it's not like oh maybe i'm not doing it right it's maybe they're not pulling it in So it's that thing of, and uh, the other mantra I say, so a lot of times I'll do, I now invoke the healing Buddha and the master spirits of Reiki. Please allow me to be a pure and clear channel. Let me go forward without fear, but with love and honor for all for the highest and best good. I'll come back to that prayer um, several times if I feel like I'm not in alignment with it, or I just feel I need that like extra kind of coming back to um, the intention. Mm -hmm. I'll also do the mantra of letting go and letting God um saying that to remind myself that i that if i ever feel like i'm trying that that's then i'm not doing it right because well you know if i feel like i'm trying then 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 stop trying (laughs) um and so the letting go and letting god mantra helps me and then the actual and what the second degree reiki certification is for which you took is to have those symbols and mantras that are the actual Reiki symbols and mantras. And so memorizing those, right. um, chokare, chokare, chokare. And the thing is with the um, symbols and the mantras, you don't actually have to have them both perfect simultaneously. So for some reason, you can't remember what the symbol looks like. Just say, 
do it. I used to put like my own remembrance of drawing it on their body, like in the air before I would start. I was like, I don't think this is right, but this is what I remember. And the intention was chokure. I remembered that was like the one I remembered. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the most important one. That's the first one that the, that you learn. That's the power symbol. That's the one that like gets things activated okay. and, and yeah, and you can draw it with your hand you can draw it with your nose you can draw it with your tongue inside your mouth you can just draw it with your third eye inside your brain you can like see it over their whole body or you can see it like going down the chakras you can picture anything that's helpful to you but the the i would say that the symbols and the mantras are priority over the hand positions okay. the hand the hand positions are like a good template for making like a catch-all but i don't think that they're ever like the thing that makes reiki work okay you know it's really like the intention oh it's the like i would say intention is the number one above all else is like you know how to love someone that's mm -hmm that's at the core is like, this is unconditional love energy. How do you love mm -hmm. someone? You just love them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think that's the intention is the most powerful aspect is I'm getting, I'm stepping out of my own way. I'm acting as a channel. I'm going to, um, for them to be in connection with source energy and for them to connect to themselves. And that's really the same intention you're having with the breath work anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, the second, priority to the intention of the unconditional love energy and them being in alignment with themselves and their body finding that homeostasis is the symbols as well as i would say like really feeling that you're stepping into an opening to the lineage so that you're not feeling like you're doing anything mm -hmm. so like dr usui churo hayashi hawaii takata those are like the three main people Right. So if you can invoke them and then you're just stepping out of the way mm. and then also remembering that, again, that they are going to open as much as they're wanting and ready that their body, if it doesn't start to heat up a lot, well, they might not need very much. Mm hmm. Um, and you can say that to them if they're like, oh, I didn't really feel the Reiki. Like, I remember when I worked at Banaz's office in Beverly Hills and this guy came in and, and I gave him a session and he was drawing in tons of energy because my hands were hot. My body was like feeling all the heat and I could just feel the intensity of how much he was pulling in. And then at the end of the session, he was like, I didn't feel anything. Mm. And I was like, yeah, he did. Yeah, you did. I didn't say, I didn't say that, but I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. like, all right, that's how yeah. you, that's how you, that's where your consciousness is around this. What am I going to do about that? Like, I know what happened. Right. And, the, and, and, and like, if I don't feel anything, I also feel like there is that kind of delayed reaction where people, um, either they might not be in tune with it or, or like later that day. Yeah. They have like a, a release of some sort. Yeah. They're going to feel it later. So I think the, the question is not whether or not you're doing it right or whether or not it's working. The question is, and this is what everyone, including myself comes to it with is like, 
is it working? But the question is, is my intention there? Am I getting out of my own way? Am I, am I in a space of love? That's it. I mean, it's not about doing it right or doing it perfect. Like when you are, when your child, when Safi or Sienna are hurt and you go to like put your hand on their knee, you're yeah. not thinking, am I doing it right? Or no. you're not thinking, are they judging me? Are they feeling this? Is it happening? Did I get the position? They you're just like, I want to help, help you. Yeah. You're just like, help, like, let me heal you. Let me put a healing touch on you. Yeah, and I think the other thing that's important that we both know, but it's always good to keep reminding ourselves of because we're empaths is that we're not doing the work. We're not actually right. healing them. Right. Um, we're just giving energy that's not ours, that's theirs too, but like as a reminder to that body part, like for this. Sorry. Yeah, and I would even be careful about saying giving energy because you're not necessarily giving energy. You're you're just um, – you're just getting out of the way and acting as the conduit. Okay. And so it does, you're saying it doesn't really matter if I start here. Let's say someone's laying down and I go like this or I go behind or I let the hell, I cradle their head. So I think because you're doing it with breath work the majority of the time that it's important to have your hands guide you with, in, with your okay. own intuition, like trust your hands. But if you're doing a purely Reiki session, um, to just to go over everything, so you've already gotten permission. They're laying down. Um, they're you know get them comfortable, get the temperatures right, get them on you know their head under a pillow so they're comfortable, and then you want to protect yourself. So I say there's like I think there's four. I started saying there's like four P's. It's like permission, protection. And then I'll get to the other ones as I, because I haven't taught it in a second, but so permissions there, protection is first and foremost for yourself, right? So right. you can either go through the whole running and grounding your energy, or you right. can just do like the quick kind of like, okay, connect to the core of the earth, connect to the heavens, uh, you know, run my energy really quick. Just even thinking of the word grounding mm -hmm. um, and then putting a, a protective energetic bubble around yourself mm -hmm. um just a boundary mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah you no know, because i i know for so many years i would get excited to jump in and then i totally forgot to protect my boundaries yeah. right so are you already doing that already or is that something sometimes you forget to do because i i often forget to do that I often do it after, but not before. And I need to do it sometimes before. Yeah. 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 So the thing with the Reiki energy is technically it's meant to never back up onto you because of the flow of it. So the direction of the flow is like from above through the crown, through the throat, into the heart, out the arms and into the recipient. So technically you're like not meant to like draw it back into you, but because we're the way we are as empaths, it's like we easily do that anyway, mm -hmm. like ab absorb their energy. So I, w you know, I would mentally make a note to, or you can even mm -hmm. write, write it down. It's like, okay, permission, protection. So, oh, the third P is prayer. So mm -hmm. permission, protection, prayer. So mm -hmm. then, you're, so you protect your, you ground yourself, you, you 
put your protective bubble up. Then you say the prayer, I now invoke the healing Buddha, the master spirits of Reiki. Please allow me to be a pure and clear channel. Let me go forward without fear, but love and honor for all for the highest and best good. So that way it's like you're running that as opposed to your own energy. And then calling in the Reiki masters, Dr. Osui, Chiro Hayashi, Hawaii Takata, John Harvey Gray, Libby Barnett, me, you can call in me as part of the master lineage. And then, so if they're sitting in a chair, it's different, but if they're laying down. Yeah, let's just do laying down. <clears throat> I start, so yeah, I start here. I start over their face. Right, over their eyes, right? That's okay. the first thing I do. I start over their face. So you can say the prayer out loud They can, so they can hear you. I started doing that years ago. I just started saying it out loud. I now invoke the healing Buddha out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, so then but do it too, in a way. I like that because then it's like a reminder to them like, oh, we're in that space. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And I actually say it out loud every time before I start breathwork class online. I say the prayer out loud. Hands over the face first. So that's that like kind of tricky thing. You don't want to like invade or press, but you do want them to feel that you're there. Mm -hmm. So it's like that, like you're very close to them, but you're not necessarily on them where you can kind of feel your. Yeah. And it depends on the person too, because sometimes I'll like slightly lean because you're, so you're like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then this part, is going to maybe slightly touch here on the forehead right okay yeah you know and it just depends on the person like are they wearing makeup or are they sweaty or yeah do i feel like a sort of temperature because if i feel quite a lot of heat already then i might not press too much i might like stay hovering mm-hmm. okay and then so that's going to be for Again, it's so intuitive. Like it could be for like five seconds, especially if you're uncomfortable, mm-hmm. or it could be for like three minutes, like a minute, okay. or two or three minutes. I would say to spend the bulk of your time around the head. If yeah. you're, if it's just a pure Reiki session, um, yeah, because you're trying to get them to fall asleep, basically. Right. Right. Or go into like a super deep meditation. I mean, ideally, they fall asleep. Right. So how do you get them to fall asleep? You work on their head for like a long, a long time. And then the body kind of takes care of itself once you can get them into either the sleep or the deep meditation. But yeah, so here and then um, and then it's like this over the crown. Right. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh, and you know, relax your body. It's kind of like doing yoga, right? Because you want to yeah. like, yeah, relax. So that position's a lot easier than this position. So I tend to spend a lot more time in this position because it's just more comfortable for both of us. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll spend three minutes in this position. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was working in Greenwich, Connecticut, sometimes I would spend <laughs> like a really long time and then I'd end up giving like an hour and a half session by accident. Okay. And then I'm going to like scoop or maneuver. So it's like either you're like sliding or you're like rolling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because you've had so much body work done to you, you know how to do these things. So you Remember- like always leaving a hand on that body 
before you went on and I don't I don't remember to do that I was remembering it now you would leave like if you were going to go from here, let's say to here, you would do one hand at a time, not just Yeah, like, so they know where you are and what you're doing and it's not like yeah. out out of nowhere. Right. Okay. And then and then once you're under their head, you want them to give the full weight of their head to your hands, which they may or may or may not do. Right. Okay. You can you can remind them then like maybe like just just relax, just release. Yeah. Okay. And you'll see how they are because you know when they're not fully relaxed yet if they're helping you when if they're like lifting up their head so you can put mm -hmm. your ha hands under you're like okay you're not fully in mm -hmm. in or you or they have you're like okay you have a hard time like being mm -hmm. receiving support mm -hmm. like a people please you're trying to like do it for me mm -hmm. so it's interesting um and then I'll stay there for a while. So maybe yeah. like maybe that's three minutes or mm -hmm. maybe longer. And then you're just going to notice when it starts to feel balanced. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to do the ears. So cupping the ears and the jaw. Right. Like that. Mm -hmm. You might not always touch right here, but you might just be like that. Right. Depending on the person. Mm -hmm. You'll come around to the side and you'll, so what I have been doing is like one hand on the crown of the head and one hand here. Mm, okay. Because there's not really a place to put both hands for the throat. Otherwise, you're like kind of choking them and maybe that gives them a weird feeling. Yeah, you don't ever want to put your hands on their throat. Oh, interesting. Okay. You never want to touch their throat. Okay. So you're always like, it's like a big light blue scarf and you're okay. just like holding that scarf. So it's like here. Okay. And then maybe one hand on the top of the crown. Okay. Then it's the heart, right? Your heart. So you're all, yeah, you're there and then you're going to do. Both hands on the heart. The heart. So you can either do work your way down like this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or like heart you could do especially if it's a woman and she's her breasts are you know like you you yeah. gotta like go like that okay yeah so the top here and then like that okay but if it's a so you'll just kind of see it does here's the thing it doesn't really matter you're right. just mm -hmm. you're just trying to the it, the energy's gonna move the, through even eat what i learned is like from Libby Barnett. She, she's the one who wrote the book Reiki Energy Medicine. If you want to get deep into it, read that book again, because I don't know if you read it before, but Reiki yeah. Energy, that's who I um, took my mastership from is Libby Barnett and Reiki Energy Medicine. So, so she would say like, even if you just spent the entire time on one hand position, it's still, yeah. it's still going to work because it's going to flow where it needs to flow. It's just like more thorough. Right. So so yeah, you can do this or you can do this and you can just see what feels more comfortable because ultimately you just want them and you to be comfortable. Right. And then you work your way down. And so for a woman, especially, I like to do like the hips, the ovaries. What do you do for a man? Do you hover over that area? or No, I just kind of skip it. I just go from like the... the I don't want to put my hands near his penis. No, I do sacral. So I'll do like over his belly button instead of un uh, instead of under his belly button. I'll do over the belly button. 
And then I go straight from that over the belly button to the knees. Okay, yeah. For a woman, I'll do over the ovaries. Yeah. Did after. you do any stomach first or no? Yeah, so I'll do like heart and then I'll do solar plexus under the bra and then I'll do between the belly button and the pelvic bone yeah. like the um the privates and yeah. then I'll, but then I'll also do like an extra over the ovary thing. Okay. Okay, got. It. And then knees and then ankles and feet and sometimes I'll do ankles and feet together but sometimes I'll do them separate. Okay. And do you do the top of the feet or do you do like under the foot? Top top because they're you're gonna get the bottom when they turn over okay but if it's breath work and they're not turning over then you do what do whatever by the time you know they're they're in fetal position they're kind of done i can just get their back maybe maybe Mm -hmm. their head the bulk of the time is with straight reiki is going to be on their back so maybe you probably only have between 20 to 15 minutes tops by the time they turn over left of the session. Okay. Now it just depends. I mean, sometimes I, I had sessions where I was like, oh, I got 10 more minutes to kill. What do I do? And then I like started over back at the, the head again. Yeah. Right. Same with the private breathing sessions. Sometimes you're like, God, they were done. They're done. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they're not done for an hour and a half, but sometimes they're done after like 40 minutes. <laughs> you're like, I'm being charged for my time. It is what it is. You know, then I'll put music on. Like, I know you play music, but then I'll add extra music at the end or something. They turn over. So you gently, okay, you can turn over now. Right. But the thing is, if they're on the floor, what do you do? What do you do? You have them go into fetal position, right? Mm -hmm. That's fine. Yeah. Because you can still get places. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's how I give Jake Reiki at night. Right. So you start with the heart. Okay. Back with like where the heart would be. And that's like, I feel like I'm screaming. I'm going to calm my voice down. But you don't have to do the head again because you've already done the back side. You don't have to do the head again. So you do the heart. The back of the heart is like the best because they're, they're calm, they're dropped in. And now their heart's going to like fully open because it's easier to open the back of the heart usually than it is the front. So that's like one of the best, one of the best spots is by the time you get to the back of the heart, they're like fully letting that love into their heart. Right. And I think like I love doing that to Jake at night because it's just like I can feel that he's soaking it in. Um, And that's with a lot of clients too. Like you can feel that they're fully now it's like for some reason they don't feel as guarded because of the the amount of time and because it's the back of the heart. Right. It feels like a shield almost and guarded. Whereas when it's back, it's like somebody's got your back. It's like, yes, I'm loved. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then solar plexus, sacral root, I do the same thing. I do the T at the base of the root. Or you could do like a V, um, just depending on what seems right in the moment. And then back of the knees. And you'll probably have to do like this kind of a thing with your hands. And then back of the ankles and then the base of the feet. And sometimes, especially if there's a lot of extra time, I'm going to spend like 10 minutes if I have to on the feet. Mm-hmm. And that's also like, I know my mom used to do this like Christ force healing and it was all about the feet. Mm-hmm. She did that after Reiki and it was like, you just do it on the feet. 
Okay. That rings up. Remind me to tell you about the feet later about another modality. Tell, that tell me now. This called foot zoning. And there's people who get to, you know, it's like, re it's like reflexology, but to another level of spirituality where it's like they're using the foot to open and release these different energy centers that of course are connected to different organs. Like that's reflexology, but apparently it also unlocks trauma or whatever in the body and so you can kind of get at it that way as well and so some people are combining i think it's too intense foot zoning with like breath work and i'm like Oof, that would make me a bit i don't know i don't know that i would want that it might be like overkill mm -hmm. but but there it's an interest i haven't i want to try just to see what it does so that i can see if there's any way to like collab with anyone doing that i don't know but it is something that i'm hearing about more I just did a session where I was on the Reiki table and I was breathing with my facilitator and he started doing stuff on my feet while I was breathing, hmm. but it wasn't like pushing. He wasn't manipulating the feet. He was just like holding them and doing energy work on them, I think. Okay. Yeah. This I think is literally like painful. I, I want to see what it is because I don't love reflexology. <laughs> I've had that done and it's really painful, but I'd be interested to see how it works when you're not sitting if you're lying down. Yeah. Um, I mean, the feet, I love using the massager on the feet because it just gets to every organ, that free reflexology thing. Okay. So, so then okay. just to, just to close this out, you finish the feet, then you're going to do, and this is what so many Reiki practitioners in class forget when I ask them to review the positions, they almost always forget this part, is the wipe down energetically. So it's like this spiral motion. I'm doing it wrong because I've just been going like, like a combing. Yeah. Well, you're not doing it wrong. It's just, there's, you're just forgetting that part, which is just an extra helpful thing. It's just like, you're going counterclockwise with your hands, like a spiral down their body, but obviously not really fully touching them. Sometimes you might like brush slightly, but generally you're not touching. Got it. So you're like creating like the counterclockwise spiral cocoon around the body and they can be in that fetal position that's fine okay. but you probably have to like kind of get up a little bit over them to do it right and then you do the swipe so you start uh, you, you create the bubble so it's like from the top of the crown bubbling over to the base of their feet and then like as many sides as you can get to like fully create the bubble the cocoon that so they're you're, you're saying it's i thought it was you i'm clearing it all away but you're saying no you're creating the bubble to stay basically yeah so let me show you the picture totally uh, different mm -hmm. it's almost like why would i need to clear them they've already cleared exactly so here's yeah. a Here's before a Reiki session, right? That's the aura. And then here's after, and here's where the practitioner forgot to close the bubble. Mm, okay, interesting. So it's really important is basically you're just saying, now you're in your bubble. I was in your bubble. Now you're in your bubble and I'm stepping out. And now you're fully in your, your aura. You're in your complete aura. It's complete now. And I'm stepping out. So it's equally important to create the bubble for them as it is for you because you're creating that separation. 
Right. Got you. That's really interesting. After you get them in their bubble, that's like all fully balanced and lovely. Then you're going to, you can bow. I like to bow. I do like a big bow, like all the way down. Like I'm like, thank you, Dr. Asui. Thank you, Chura Hayashi. Thank you, Hoyo Takata. Thank you, John Harvey, Gray Libby, Barnett, Karen Krieger. Like I thank all the teachers there. And then maybe my mom, maybe this other guy, Nick Sansone. Like I'll just thank everyone. And then I thank their highest self and I thank my highest self. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to step away. I'll say, okay, you're all, okay, you're all set. Then I'm going to step away. I'm going to wash my hands with cold water all the way up to my elbows. Mm, I didn't do that. <laughs> okay. Well, I remember, and I tell people this story, actually. I remember one time then we were at our apartment on Vista and Hawthorne and you came over and I said, I'm kind of funky. I'm in a silly mood. And you're like, yeah, you are. And I said, well, I was doing Reiki and I, I didn't do the disconnection where I use the cold water to wash off my arms and you were like go do it oh really yeah and I tell people that story so I don't remember that that's so funny oh interesting okay yeah that's a good thing to do in general take yeah. a shower after just a wash if you can that's also the thing I always say at the end of the breathwork sessions take a shower or a bath before bed to wash off the energies you just so beautifully mm -hmm. You just so beautifully released. I always tell them, take a shower or a bath before bed. You know, that's a really good point because, well, if you want to start getting, let me know if you want to start talking about breath. No, yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you have more questions about the Reiki process? No. So you, I, I was really awesome, Siri. I forget how great you are at teaching this. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like I, I, that there were some things that I really needed to hear that I forgot. The positions, you're right. I feel like I kind of have those give or take. That wasn't really what I needed. It was the other stuff. The reminder of like, go back and if you want to study it, read the symbols again and connect to them and do the intention and the prayer and the protection and, the, and then the end, like the clean, the bubble. I'm going to totally change that mindset into a bubble. Do you do that with breath, with the breathing client too? Like, do you, because sometimes there res, there's residual, it's a little different because sometimes they're still a little bit in it when they, when they're up. So most of my breath work experience, as you know, is online. So there's not that thing as much as if I'm in person with what them. But I, but I have been working on Jake quite a lot. So, but that's different because we're married and we sleep in the same bed together. But right. I have a whole ritual at the end of, of a breathwork class, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or whether it's a group, where I, I don't actually say to them, okay, now you can start to gently come back. Mm -hmm. I read a poem, right? Mm -hmm. and, and usually it's a poem that I write. And, but then I'll take a breath and then I'll say, it's a good idea to drink lots of water as you're integrating, perhaps getting your feet on Mother Earth, getting some sunlight or moonlight on your skin, perhaps journaling any insights you continue to have, checking in with yourself. And this is something I learned from my breathwork facilitator that I've been working with recently is checking in with yourself every hour and asking yourself, what do I need? And then giving it to yourself as best you can. And then I always end with taking a shower or a bath before bed to, to wash off the energies you just so beautifully released. And I'm yeah. like, you can be so proud well, of yourself. Way to go for showing up for yourself. One of the things I want to learn is sound healing is because what I, the way we've, I've been doing it in a group, which I want to incorporate into a private is the sound bath kind of does a little bit of the work of the Reiki through sound. So there's a little bit, whatever's not maybe complete and continue on into the sound bath. And then they're just receiving and 
there's the active work has stopped and there's a bit of like a receiving going on. And so that by the time they come out of that, they're first, they're like out of it. That's the same as what I do too, is I do a Shavasana rest and receive portion at the end where it's just quiet music, where they're just breathing in and out of their nose for at least 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So same thing, like sound and just kind of like letting the work kind of go. But I also like the idea because some people have more to clear than others. And some people need to hear like you probably are someone that could use 10 sessions and that that's not a big deal. You know, like 10 sessions is a drop in the bucket when you've carried something for years. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, you're, you might not be complete yet, you know, and that's okay. You're in a process. And so you might've stirred something up that's got a lot to it. And so be gentle. That's when we like, I'll talk about like the be gentle part. That's a good reminder. I'm really glad you brought that 10 session thing up because I used to always think about that because you would always talk about that. And I I actually haven't thought about that in a really long time, but I feel like that's really important. And I want to start to like maybe put that on my website or like remind people of that after they have their first session is to just exactly exactly what you're saying, because I think it can really like put people off if they don't have that in their head of like, oh, wait, actually, this is a process. This is not just a like a one and done. Right. Right. I feel complete with the Reiki part. Thank you. Thank you. It was so heartwarming and head tingling to be able to have that conversation with my longtime friend about all the healing work stuff that we do. And it just reminded me of things that I hadn't thought about in a really long time. So beautiful when we get to combine our wisdom and our experiences and remind each other of our strengths and what's so beautiful about serving in the way that we want to serve. So if you're interested in serving with traditional Usui Reiki and you want to learn first degree Reiki, how to do it on yourself, how to do a little mini treatment on other people or second degree Reiki, which is how to do a full on professional practice, hour long sessions where people are either on the table or the floor go ahead and go to sageandblushwellness.com and I look forward to connecting with you. And of course, we have Mountain Breathwork Infused with Reiki classes in our Zoom room almost every day of the week. So check out the schedule on the website.